Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. It's a good show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where I have comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they have never seen before. This is a special holiday edition of the show. We've got a few scripts, we've got a bunch of games, and what we're doing is we're hanging out with the lovely people who work here and help make the show possible from Starburns. I want everyone to go ahead and go around and introduce themselves, however much or as little you want to say about yourself. You can say what you do. We're going to be hanging out. People may be joining us. Uh, we got a few, so we got three scripts. And yeah, it's going to be loose. We're going to hang out. So let's go ahead and go ahead and let everyone know who you are. Hi, I'm Noah. Uh, I'm a senior producer at Starburns Audio. Produce a, a few shows here. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Brian Baldinger. I'm the director of development here. And the, the podcast version of this show is uh, started as a meeting between us, right? It did. Yeah. Yeah. Started Thanks way back when. Started, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for also <laughs> initially having me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Excited I guess it, it all started as a what could we make out of something into something. And right. then here we are. And here we are. And then it started as a way too long, disorganized pilot <laughs> with Ryan Singer. And yeah, what's super is now funny. a about the right length, disorganized podcast. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> We're able to cut some time out. Uh, great. Uh, and, uh, I'm Tom. I'm a PA here at Starburns. Awesome. And if anyone else comes in, they can share a mic. We'll get on, and we will uh, let them go ahead and do that. What Great. they will miss, since they're not in here now, is we're going to play at the end of the episode a round of Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad's Describing, having only had her watch the movie trailer and never having had heard of the movie. And so we're actually going to tease that one right now. Let me go ahead and pull it up. All right, so a little tease of my dad describing the movie, movie trailer, I guess. Okay, slow. Dramatic shots. Great. I think that gave Perfect. away too much. If I could say too much, mm-hmm. I think it gave away too much. Um, and then we have, if anyone has a guess. Man of Steel? No. That would have been great. That does sound <sighs> right, though. That Iron sounds, Lady? <laughs> now you're just going off steel, I think. King's Speech. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay. So we got a few. 
when with the holidays, there's like holiday staple movies and these movies that you kind of have to watch or you do watch. Or a lot of families make traditions. Like, did any of you guys have, I don't know, like anything you do, whether it's around Thanksgiving or any holidays where you're like, this is the one that always comes up? Anyone got an always comes up movie? Yeah, I I always like to watch uh, specifically Home Alone 2. Yeah. I like Home Alone 1, but Home Alone 2 just feels like Christmas to me. Yeah. I don't know. Be- just because it's like set, because it's set in New York, right? It's set in New York, it feels very Christmassy. I don't know. I think I watched Home Alone 2 first before the original <laughs> Home Alone. Uh, so I was just behind the. Just there behind are weird the ball franchises to do out of order, and I would say that's definitely one of them for some mm-hmm. reason. But that, you know, maybe were you just a fan of like the bit part actors in that movie? Anyone that stands out to you that you like with any cameo roles? I mean, uh, the whole. <laughs> mm, there's no one no that stands, one, no out. One that stands out. Yeah. No, zero people. Is that the one with the bird lady? Yeah, that's the, the, that's yeah. who we were talking about. The bird, that, yeah. is, uh, the bird lady. Yeah. The bird lady is actually now our president. So <laughs> what uh, of Starburns? Yeah. Um, so that's what we're talking about. I, she moved up in the world. <laughs> well, that's because all the birds carried her. Yeah. I don't know who. Uh, I never know what came first: the bird lady in Home Alone Two or the pigeon man in Hey Arnold. Are you mm-hmm. familiar? Are we familiar Very familiar. With the I know yeah. the show, not the guy. There's mm-hmm. an episode of Hey Arnold, which I think is a good show, and I don't want to rewatch because it might not have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know when something sits so fondly with you from when you saw it? Hey Arnold, uh, which takes place in undefined Bronxish area in New York City, there's a guy who has a bunch of pigeons who will are his friends. He lives in he lives on this roof with these pigeons. He feeds the pigeons. Everyone calls him Pigeon Man. And so there's like a little bit of lore about him. And then the episode ends with the pigeons just carrying him off into the sunset. It's beautiful. It's like rooted in reality. That happened a lot in Hey Arnold, mm-hmm. where it's like rooted in reality, and then something will happen, like the pigeon man will be carried off, or like a turtle will escape from somewhere, or there will be a ghost or something. But the rest yeah. of it, so I don't know who or came the, first. Or the, the stoop kid will like leave his stoop. Stoop kid. Mm-hmm. No one? Okay. No, yeah. never saw him. I have no idea what you guys are talking oh, about. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey Arnold's great. Both of you guys great. were a little too young. Had a lot of heart. The grandpa in Hey Arnold, one of the funniest characters. I don't even, the grandpa was so fun. I have yeah. such, I remember so many details about Hey Arnold, specifically the show. And here's one thing. It, the show taught me how to pronounce the word mauve, the color. Oh. It is not mauve. It's not mauve. mauve? It is mauve. Okay. That's because great. Uh, Eugene, who is a notorious jinx in Hey mm-hmm. Arnold, he's kind of the kid everything happens to. He makes a a soapbox derby car called the Mauve Avenger. That's right. I don't yeah. know all of my cousins' names. <laughs> <laughs> but I specifically remember this. Uh, okay, so Home Alone 2 for you. Mm-hmm. You kind of do you, have you watched it yet this year? Not yet this year. Yeah. Do you have not, a time scheduled? Not yet, but. Probably as it gets closer to uh, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Brian, what about you? I mean, we just, it's like, it's a wonderful life. I don't think we have anything mm-hmm. other than that. Yeah. yeah? That's one I have not seen. Seriously? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I mean, it's almost too, it's Sometimes too I red, tell but... you movies I've yeah. never seen, and you have a more visceral, like, <laughs> internal response to it than it lots hurt, of people. <laughs> it hurts me. It hits me. It gets me right, and that's why the show connects with me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it's, um, I think maybe you thought this show would make me watch any of these things. I know. That's literally why I wanted to make this. Is like I want to force you to watch things that um, I think you should have seen. And we're going to make Rebecca watch Battlestar Galactica. We'll do oh, you roll your eyes as she much as you want. Uh, you could hear the eye roll through soundproof glass. Uh, we have in this wonderful life script from that a fan submitted that we're going to get to at the end of the episode. Yeah. So you can let us know if that's accurate or okay, not. Okay, great. I'll be the um, arbiter. All right. Uh, Tom? 
Oh, for a movie? I wish I could say I do, but I don't. I do have, like, the Christmas story because they have those, like, 24 You'll shoot your eye out? Yeah. Yeah, that one. That guy is like a producer or something. He was on something. He has some life. He has some life. He has some life. He has some life. What am I talking about? I borrowed a car to get here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Is one of my. I like the Christmas story. I remember it's always on. um, It is on. They loop it for like four days. On like TBS. On TBS. Um, twenty four hours a day for the four or five days leading up to Christmas. And it's just my dad's favorite thing to just always get excited when it like he's like, oh, it's starting. Like, it's this funny thing to be like, he, oh, it's on if because it's on for yeah. 80 hours in a row. <laughs> right. And he'll be like, oh, do you see it's it's he loves that joke. Never Don't they that. do that with uh, with uh, uh, Lord of the Rings? Isn't that something they have that happens around Christmas they do time? They like do somewhere. Big, so, well, like I think either TNT, the, TNT or, yeah, I think yeah. does. They, where they, I'll but dip that, into that. I'll dip into that. They do that for 40 on hours, Netflix, but it's only though, one you can watch, watch it whenever you want. Yeah. I know, but. There's something about catching it, even if you got to see the commercials. There is. You just catch it out. And you're <laughs> so like, it takes six hours instead of right. four. <laughs> I know. It's, it's crazy. I know it's insane, but Shawshank's the same way. Like right. It's not like I'm going to ever rent that movie, but if it, I'm on TV and it comes on, it's like you watch the whole thing. Yeah, it's That's what film. I know Gary Goldman has this joke about how he once wanted to watch Shawshank, so he bought it on iTunes to watch it, even though he owns it on DVD. Because <laughs> he's like, I mean, he's like, and he could reach the DVD, but he's like, even if I, I throw it, it's not going to make it into the DVD player. He's like, you know how accurate of a throw I would need? I'll just buy the movie. But there's something to just it being on TV where I will get more. Somehow I'm just happy it's a third of the way in already. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. And it's so I crazy. just pick up Shawshank's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much anything with Tom Hanks in it. Yeah, Forrest mm-hmm. Gump yeah. is always on yep. TV. Forrest Gump I'll is like always, always on. watch it. Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me yeah, If You Can. Yeah, if we yeah. talk about I should be getting royalties for how much yeah. I talk they, about Catch yeah. Me they If You They play the Harry show. Potter movies over the holidays a lot. If yeah. those are on a you know, oh, Scorsese movies, Goodfellas. I always wish oh, yeah, I was watching a different Harry Potter movie, mm-hmm. no matter which. <laughs> it is the grass is greener of franchises for <laughs> That's me. true. Except mm-hmm. the first one. I never want to be watching the first one. It's not good. Because the kids haven't figured it they out yet. They haven't been good actors yet. But I, then they all became beautiful, <laughs> talented. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll get into those. So you watch like the... You've never you you like a Christmas story or do you just watch it because it's on? I like it. Like the kids sticking the tongue in the pole and... Yeah. Uh, the leg lamp and all that kind it's of stuff. It's got some iconic moments. Yeah, the Santa Claus kicking him and... It's the shoot your eye out thing is like transcendent and people yeah. say that about everything now. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you know bringing into this? Like, no, you've never seen it. What do you, What's some stuff, what can you list off from A Christmas Story? Basically, the stuff you were saying, the, the tongue, the you'll shoot your eye out. I just yeah. know there's like a BB gun or something. Yeah. There's a, there's a sled, right? Yeah. There's like there's a famous a sled. sled that, that has oh, a Oh, yeah, name. Rosebud? Yeah. Is there a sled? Um, maybe there not. Is, a sled. is there, a, there sled? is a sled? There is a sled. Well, I mean, and it's, it's got like a, it's got like a name. Sledding. It's good. Does the sled oh, have a yeah, name? It's like the 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 flyer. So it's the like flyer one of those, or it's one of the it's one of those sleds that we used right. to have when I was a boy. Yeah. The tongue, the 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 leg lamp, and uh, that's it. That's all I know. But about that the is movie. really the entire movie. Yeah, pretty much. And I think it's 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 gone through this weird arc of. Well, when I was growing up, it was the Christmas movie to watch. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, it's not good for a little while. And then everyone's come back around on it. I <laughs> yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I don't is know. Like, twice, John, I think it is good. Is it John yeah. Hughes? Yeah. It's like looks in my head. I always no, imagine I don't think it's a John Hughes movie. No, I don't think it is. No. But sure. it, does it have that same kind of like vibe? A little bit. It has yeah. like, like it's a like a the Rob younger Reiner version. Directed it take, by Bob does it take Clark. Place, does it take place in like the 50s or the 60s or something? Robert Clark. Uh, yeah, 50s? It late takes, 50s? It's like late 50s. Okay. Yeah. It's sort of Pre-Vietnam. like... Pre-Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
I wonder if all those kids I mean, ended all, up in Vietnam. So Ralphie actually died in <laughs> Vietnam because he, oh, they yeah. handed him an actual gun. Yeah. And boy, he shot himself right in the eye. Yeah, they were trying to take one of those hills and... Uh... <laughs> Didn't have the right sled. Didn't have the right the sled. They didn't have, the sled didn't go uphill. No, he got stuck on the top of the hill because his the tongue was on the pole. <laughs> the and then Charlie pole. got to him and so took fun. him out. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know that redheaded bully went to Vietnam. You know he got drafted. Yeah. Uh, that's such a gratifying moment. He beats up the bully and you get so yeah. excited. But that movie, I remember so distinctly the drink your Ovaltine thing. Mm-hmm. I think about that anytime there's any contest. I think about the little orphan Annie decoder with the drink your Ovaltine where he goes oh. and he's all excited because oh, yeah, yeah. he thinks he's going to get this cool code and right. then it's, a, it's the an, code ad. Is an ad. To drink um, Ovaltine. And then every, I remember how hard I wanted one time like we got a flat tire when I was a kid and how bad I wanted to be like, oh, fuck, because that's like a huge thing as he says the F word in front of it. And <laughs> right. My dad probably <laughs> won't think it's funny right now because uh, his dad certainly didn't. Um, Whatever happened to Ovaltine? My mom yeah. somehow found it when I was growing up, and I used to drink Ovaltine, and I think really? it was because she had, like, 50s nostalgia growing up At drinking some point, it. I think, Somehow she yeah. found it. People somehow that's drinking. not surprising to me. Yeah, right? Specifically for him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see you being, you grew up on Ovaltine. Ovaltine. I, like the, uh, I like both versions, because there's the malted and unmalted version. Wow, There's, this is yeah. a deep This dive. is some Ovaltine knowledge right yeah. here. I don't even know it's what it both, is. But it's like, it's like Nesquik. Nesquik. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's like, oh, okay. it's like Nesquik. So I think at some point you had to start telling people what was in what you were making them eat, and that was the downfall of and Ovaltine. Like, oh, shit, we gotta <laughs> stop telling people chalk. Like, oh, there's just, a law uh, now? It's uh, just ovals? Yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna survive this law of, of having to transparency. You just saw a lot of like we, I mean, there were, you know, weird candies and foods and drinks and instants all disappear once yeah. you had to, once there was any regulation behind what people what, would eat. It was mm-hmm. like you couldn't just give people chocolate and sand. Right. Pretty much everything Don Draper yeah. sold eventually <laughs> I mean, went to the wayside. It came in this jar that literally looked like it was from the 1950s. Yeah. Like it did not look, like maybe it was yeah, from, yeah. maybe it was actually yeah. from the it 1950s. It was still from back then. It was the old inventory they needed to move. I know one time for my birthday, I think when I turned... 12, I got a pack of baseball cards from the year I was born, 1988, and mm. it had a piece of gum in it because it was a pack of cards oh. from 1988. Oh. Right. And I ate the oh. gum. <gasps> what? And no. I was like, I don't know why. I thought it was just in the pack. I was like, they couldn't. Here's my mindset as a 12 year old. They couldn't put it in here if it would be bad. Not, this has been in here for <laughs> 13 because it's like cars, it's a preceding year. This has been in here for 13 years. Yeah. And it was bad. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it turned into what Ovaltine is in the jar. It was like powder right. in my mouth. But like, oh it was my like God. you Ugh. think about what it would feel like if you actually drugged ch- white chalk across your teeth. Oh. Think about that feeling. No. That's what it felt like yeah. chewing it. And no royal royals in the pack. So it was a, over two. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. I was Roy- looking for the royals. Uh, we got to do. We got we got a few scripts and we got some games. Right. This is what records it. We got some a few scripts, and we got some games we're going to do. And so one of them we have is I've never seen Miracle on 34th Street. And I know I haven't seen it because this is my mom's favorite movie. And I just never got around to ever seeing Miracle on 34th Street. It'll, it'll start with outside of Macy's. Yeah. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast this up. Oh, and we have our instruments here. I forgot the whole, whole last recording. If you want like to grab any instrument, we will we will score the entire podcast. We can take a second and do that right here. Everyone at Starburns knows which one I'm going to pick because <laughs> it's my favorite one. The Inception noise machine. I have a favorite one, too. Xylophone? Yeah. No, I really got to fix that triangle. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> is that like from Rugrats? Oh, that, that did sound like, like Rugrats. Just, just riffed it, you know. Oh, my God. The riffraff, Rugrats. That's all. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Aladdin lyrics. Um, okay, so let me go ahead and cast this real quick. I'll do the stage directions. Um, let me think. Noah, would you like to be Annie? Sure. All right. Let me look and see. There's a bunch of characters in here. Tom, you want to be Santa? Sure. All right. Uh, Brian, how many wise guys are you comfortable being? Uh, one. Okay, you can be wise guy one. I will be wise guy two. Tom, if you're wise guy three. Wise guy three. And, um... Uh... Brian, if you are, uh, spoiler alert, Jesus. <laughs> um, Got it. Christ, it says in here. Okay. I did waver and then just drop the Christ eventually in the script. All right. Drop the Christ. Drop the Christ. Um, so everyone, everyone all right with who they are? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wait, am I a wise guy? I, I forgot already. Uh forgot to yeah wise guy three 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 um, oh i thought i was wise or guy no three. yeah you're not you're not a wise guy okay cool i'm just um, annie i wanted to put on in the background of the episode a uh, light audio of a fireplace <laughs> but one time i think i'd put on like ambient street noise for a scene and then someone was like why did you record outside or something like that like someone sent me something so instead we'll just do people are dumb <laughs> <laughs> well no i mean it actually did uh, we're just gonna play really light. Okay, exterior. Outside of Macy's, Manhattan. The camera pans down from a brisk winter sky. It is the 30s or 40s, I think. We see an iconic 34th Street Manhattan department store. A few kids walk by and giggle about some shit. It's Christmas time. Out of the Macy's walks a young girl, Annie. It's not Annie from the Little Orphan Annie show unless she's available. That would be a get. Ah, Christmas time in the city. The best time of the year. Except... Annie stops for a moment. Sad music begins to play. I'm probably an orphan or something. Probably. (laughs) An audible awe from the audience breaks the fourth wall. Well... Time for me to go work at this department store, I think, even though I'm a child. America truly is great right now. This is the time people will remember America for. While Annie is giving this speech, she moves to the side and reveals a whites-only sign on the Macy's. (laughs) Suddenly, we hear from off-screen, Ho, ho, ho! In walks Santa Claus. He is a little extra fat, even for Santa Claus. Annie is ecstatic to see the jolly old fucker. Santa! Hello, little girl. What are you doing here? Oh, man, Santa, you look terrible. Well, that's not very nice thing to say to Santa. That'll land you on the naughty list for sure. Well, maybe I want to be on the naughty list. Santa ignores this sexual advance from a child. Uh, <laughs> I'm here to, because I need to teach you all the good little all the good little boys and girls the importance of Christmas. This is... Santa takes a deep breath. He's feeling ill. This uh, time of year, reindeer, and good to your family. Oh, God! Fuck! Santa screams in unexpected pain. A slosh of liquid drains out from between his legs, messing the sidewalk even by New York standards. Most people walk by paying no attention, but three stereotypical New Yorky wise guys stop and look on. Two of them are holding coffee cups, one a bottle of water. Look at this guy dripping on the wall. Yeah, it's like, come on, bud, we're walking here. Hey, yo. 
Santa is now breathing heavily, <laughs> laying on the ground. He spreads his legs. Something is coming out! Holy shit, Santa! Are you pregnant? Blood and liquids begin shooting out of in a Tarantino-style manner. The three wise guys riff a bit. Santa is giving birth. Hey, oh, hey, oh, oh, fuck. Annie is assisting him, her hand behind his head. Uh... Oh, fuck! That's a fun time to, like, turn and find the next page. <laughs> this is like one of those shows on the, the Discovery Channel, like, accidentally pregnant. Santa's about to give birth. He pushes one last time. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh! A flash of light, and then it's over. Santa has given birth. Standing there is his baby, who is none other than... You rang. Jesus! That's my name. Don't wear it out. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is standing covered in afterbirth on 34th Street. Annie is at a loss. But, how, how, what? But Santa wasn't even pregnant and he's a, he's a man. What the, what the? Uh, 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 what? I, oh, uh, now this uh, miracle on 34th Street, uh, I've never seen one. <laughs> In all of the hubbub of Jesus being born in the middle of Manhattan, everyone has briefly, briefly forgotten to check on Santa. Oh my god, Santa, are you okay? Santa is very, very dead. He was essentially torn in half, giving birth to Jesus, who is larger than even Santa was. Oh, he is super dead. Do the math in your head real quick. Everyone thinks about it for a second, and then they're all grossed out. Hey, is that water? Yeah! Jesus turns the water into wine. The fuck? That's so dumb. <laughs> I forgot I wrote this, and I'm I'm like, this is the dumbest thing. Everyone laughs at Jesus's silly trick. Sleigh bells begin to play in the distance as snow begins to fall. Santa is very bloody on the street. You know, I think this is gonna be a good Christmas after all. And a happy Hanukkah. Everyone laughs so hard. <laughs> we can have Santa cough if we want to leave open for a sequel. Fade to black. <laughs> Woo! All right. I think pretty close. Pretty close. That would be a miracle. Yeah. You can't deny that that would be a miracle or where it took place. <laughs> I don't know if I need <laughs> I to defend exactly. my own script here, but... <laughs> well, you... no. I think you didn't read the stage direction. Jesus turns water and turns the water into wine. Oh, yeah, I did. Which... Then I said, oh, the fuck. Did? Oh, I heard the fuck. I was so ready to do my line <laughs> that I might have done it quickly. You swallowed the... Uh... Uh, and also, I forgot what the fuck was when it, it's written down. It makes no sense. Right. It looks like da fuck. Daf Affleck? I should have got that. Doc! If Gilbert was here. Um, I don't know. I never saw Miracle on 34th Street. I think it's an ad for Macy's in my head. Yeah, I've never seen it either, actually. Yeah, I mean neither. I've seen it, but it's probably been 15 years. Yeah. Like, it's been a It's really one of those things time. that's on on your grandmother's t black and white television. Right. Yeah. Like, I think, I don't know if they ever even got around to making it on VHS. That's how yeah, old yeah, it yeah. is <laughs> in my head, where they were like, we don't know if that's the medium. If I saw it on VHS, it was like taped over something else that was on a VHS right. or yeah. something. <laughs> It was, but I don't know. It, it to me once I found out it was at a I used to work at Macy's mm -hmm. uh, when it was the Jones store before Macy's bought it out. I sold women's shoes, and then I never wanted to get around to learning about anything with Macy's. Like I thought it'd be like an education. Now that I'm saying that, it sounds so dumb. But I never want to give Macy's any of my money renting Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. So I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. But I think we're close. At this point, Macy's probably dead anyway. Yeah, for sure. I thought the music timed up pretty well with that, though, if we go back and listen to it. It did. It timed up really great. Well, we're mm -hmm. just going to... We're, we're all games and scripts today. Okay, great. That's nice. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we're going to do now is is we're going to play a game called Before and Afters. This is so fucking pleasant. This music is so pleasant. It's like making me like a little sleepy and like... 
This will um, wake up, Kyle. Um, wake up. Gotta host the podcast. Nah, we're good. So <laughs> what's gonna happen in before and afters? If you're not familiar, is I'm going to tell you the plot to a movie that is a combination of two movies, and you have to tell me the title. So for instance, I'll read you one. Uh, that'd be a spoil. Okay, so we often we use the example the Wolf of Wally Street. So if I was describing to you a robot that shorts penny stocks, mm. you'd be like, that movie is called The Wolf of Wally Street. All these descriptions are way longer than that and make way less sense. That Great. one's an example because it's really the only good one ever. <laughs> so, um, God, dude, it's so pleasant. I think these we're going to start with the easiest one. They're going to get a little harder. We have three of them. You can work together. Let's work, work together. On your own. Uh, okay, what movie likely, is that? What is yeah, this yeah, called? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> more likely to succeed that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you just learn about working together as like a whole? Yeah, you like know, the concept of. I'm in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number one movie plot. Good timing. Instead of embarking on a prestigious and profitable career, a new graduate rids himself of all possessions and embarks out west to help foil a diabolical diabolical inventor's plot to assassinate President Grant. President Grant? Diabolical inventor. Grant. That's what I want to start with. Um, right? Wild Wild West? Is, is that what you oh, think? Oh, it might be. Okay. So, um, and then the first one was a recent, gra- recent grad. grad. Yeah. Is, is that the plot of Wild West to kill President Grant? Well, there's a diabolical evil well, inventor, and there's a, pre- and there's and a president place out, in the 1800s. Out, out I, forget, I just remember a giant mechanical. Is there a spider. dumber movie to describe? <laughs> and like to try <laughs> okay. and work your way back we through the plot of Wild spider. Wild West. Like, is the plot killing President Grant? Well, there is a diabolical inventor. <laughs> yeah. Is it Wild Wild West? Part part of it is Wild Wild West. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. So uh, then, what's the graduate? Fuck. Uh, can you describe the, fr- instead can you the first? Instead of embarking half? on a prestigious and profitable career. A new graduate rids himself of all possessions and embarks out west. What? To help, to help Could be for. into the wild or the into graduate. Into the wild, wild west. Yeah, into the oh. wild, wild west. We did it, guys. <laughs> Woo. Nice. Number two. Mm, I like how it picked up. <laughs> After a devastating stroke leaves him paralyzed and only able to communicate by blinking his eye, a man discovers that he can travel into the past, but his actions in the past will drastically alter the present. Back to the Future, it's got to be one of them, right? What? Hmm. <laughs> what? Uh, 12 Monkeys? 12 Monkeys, yeah. 12, 12 Monkeys. monkeys. <sighs> no, no, oh, Time Cop? <laughs> oh, uh, like... Time Stoppers? <laughs> Clock Stoppers. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, okay, travel. is it my left foot? No. Okay. Jesus Might Christ. Remember, oh, wait, what's um, the... Only able to communicate by blinking his eye. Blinking his eye. Who can his only eye. blink his or eye? eyes? Or eyes. Oh, uh, what's that, that uh... <laughs> shit. This is what's tough. That, what's that one from that Metallica song, One? Darkness oh. imprisoning me! <laughs> what? Yeah. Hold on. What? <laughs> it's about a guy trapped in his body, and he's oh, okay. um, showing this oh, movie. Shit. I can't uh, move or talk. I guess that's not it. This is so pleasant with the music. I am never going to get over it. Um, <laughs> and then the... Wait, the, uh, and then the other part And then is, discovers he can travel into the past, but any action he does in the past... Drastically... Will drastically alter... Is this Donnie the, Darko? The present. Does that have to do with time travel? Well... Right, I'm going to tell you an actor in one of the movies. Okay. Ashton Kutcher. Oh, Butterfly oh, Effect. Butterfly Effect. Butterfly Effect. So it's got to be effect... Oh, butterfly! Uh, What's the stroke? After movie? effects? No. Uh, oh, side oh. effects? Butterfly side effects? No. 
Is there is it butterfly or effects? That's the that's the connector. Butterfly. Okay, so it's butterfly. Butterfly. Madam Butterfly effects. effects. No, I don't know. Butterfly to the future. <laughs> I no. like that one. <laughs> uh, it's, it's based fly. on a memoir of just you know it's based on the memoir of the man who had the stroke. Jonathan Butterfly. <laughs> Uh, well, but, but, uh, butterfly effect to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to call this one. It is the diving bell and the butterfly effect. Well, I have never yeah, heard never. of that movie. Never. The diving bell and we the butterfly. We've been here for a day and a half. I know. I kind of felt <laughs> it. I thought that would be fun. <laughs> the diving, the diving, diving bell, bell and, the and the butterfly. It's one of those I th- movies that I think swung for the Oscars and missed, so it yeah. disappears. Let's do another one with a 30 year old Oscar darling uh, that's super obscure. Well, funny that you say that because we have. <laughs> uh, this is the last one. This one is. I Okay, it's the last one. This one was the hardest to write of anyone I've oh ever Oh, my read. God. Great. A family. Oh, sep- people like hearing people fail. Oh, they do. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> a family separated. A family separated parents and their three children, all of whom had great success at a young age, but disappointing <laughs> adult lives, oh, are forced onto a deserted island where they must fight, and only one survivor is allowed to live. Oh, a battle royal Tannenbaum. Yes. Yeah. It was hard to write the plot to the Royal Tannenbaums. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Nice. Yeah. That was a good one. I didn't even Thank think you. about how Royal Tenenbaums and Arrested Development are kind of a similar, mm-hmm. a similar issue. Oh, they are pretty similar. Aren't they? Were they? But were those kids all successful when they were kids, all the Arrested Development people? I don't know. Because isn't that the whole right. thing with the Royal Tenenbaums? You found the plot. You found the hole in my, <laughs> my plot. But they are. it is like all the kids have to come back together because something happens with their dad and they don't know how to coexist. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they all dress interestingly. Yep. Man, you nailed Battle Royale Tenenbaums. That was great. Nice. That was Noah nailed it. Noah. Speaking of Noah, what a transition. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, perfect. (laughs) I haven't recognized any of the songs so far, Mm -mm. but there's going to be some obscure ones when it's 10 hours of Christmas music. Once this is over, (laughs) the episode's over. So now, Noah, if you want to tell everyone about your script. Sure. I've never seen Uncle Buck. Never. Sweet. Mm. Never who, seen it. Who here has seen Uncle Buck? I've not. seen Uncle Buck. I have not either. I mean, it's been a long time, but yeah. I have seen it. This uh, a John Candy Macaulay Culkin vehicle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this before or after Home Alone? It has to be after. It would have to be after. Is it also right? Christopher Columbus? Wasn't that the name of the director or the writer of Home Alone? I uh, remember because there was also that other guy with that right. same name. But, but it's it's a, they were Ramis? both John, John Hughes, right? Uh, I think John, John Hughes I wrote it or produced both of them. He has involvement to both of them. Oh, he directed Uncle Buck. Mm-hmm. He wrote Uncle Buck. Okay. Uh, is Catherine O'Hara in this too? Go to a whole new website. Uh, don't worry. About <laughs> it. I'm just saying that. It's like that's like one of those in, '80s. Well, you'll uh, see. John you'll Candy. see in my version. Uh, what no, we'll happens. see. We'll see. And then we'll come um, back around and we'll learn some about Uncle Buck. Yeah. Uh, so should I should I cast, cast this? Cast us up. Okay. Uh, Tom, can you be Uncle Buck? Mm-hmm. Um, Brian, <laughs> can you play Buzz? Yes. And also. Um, could you also play Peter? Yes. And Kyle, can you be, um, can you be Kate? Sure. And Tom, do you, can you also do Kevin? Uh, sure. Yeah. So you'll be Kevin and Buck. And Brian Buck. will be Buzz, Buzz and, and Peter. Peter. Who's Buzz? You'll see. Does okay. Buck talk with a southern accent? You can. Yeah, do you have any direction, I, oh any, any reads you want us to do before we get into it here? Um... It'll describe if you're if you've seen he puts the character descriptions yeah. in the, oh gotcha. in the yeah so we'll be all right and then I I will just do the uh, the directions then 
We good to go? I'm ready. All right. Uncle Buck. Interior, McAllister residence, dining room night. We are in the home of the McAllisters. They're your typical middle American family who happened to previously star in the 1990 film Home Alone. <laughs> Open on Kevin McAllister, the main kid from Home Alone, begrudgingly setting the dinner table. Kate McAllister, the mom from Home Alone, enters and sets down some trivets or something. I hate setting the table because I'm a kid and kids hate chores. Kevin, don't forget to set an extra place for Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck's coming? No! 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 <laughs> Kevin drops all the silverware he's holding and runs off screaming. He locks himself in the bathroom. What's the big deal? Uncle Buck's cursed! Every time Uncle Buck visits, he nearly kills me! He's evil incarnate! Kate scoffs. Peter McAllister, the dad from Home Alone, is seated at the table reading a newspaper. The kid's right. Buck does screw up every single thing he touches. Come on, guys. Give Buck a break. As if on cue, because it is on cue, the doorbell <laughs> rings. Kate and Peter peek out at, uh, at the foyer from behind a doorway. Buzz, get the door! Watch, Kate. Every single thing he touches, he screws up. Interior foyer, continuous. Buzz McAllister, the big brother from Home Alone, opens the front door to reveal Uncle Buck, a man who looks very much like John Candy. He's holding a bunch of wires, frantically trying to fix the doorbell he, that he already <laughs> broke somehow. Oh, hey, uh, when I ran the doorbell, the front piece just came right off. Uh, I don't know what happened, it just... Buck is zapped with a jolt of electricity and screams. Sparks begin to fly out of the wires. Ah, gee whiz. I guess these wires are live, huh? Peter looks to Kate as if to say, See? She shakes her head. Leave it. Just come in, Uncle Buck. Don't mind if I do. Buck simultaneously grabs the handle of his suitcase and the doorknob both instantly break off in his hand. <laughs> Fudge! Buck, you've done it again, you old ding-dong. Buzz sighs. <laughs> Buck tosses the suitcase handle behind him and drops the doorknob, which rolls away into the house. You're in top form, Uncle Buck. Let me help you with your suitcase. Shucks, that's nice of you, Buzz, but I got it. No, I really think you should let me carry it. Poppycock, I don't want you to strain your back, Yoggin. <laughs> I insist. Don't worry about it. Before Buzz can respond again, Buck lifts up his now handleless suitcase with his back, not his legs, and carries it across the threshold. Feeling proud that he didn't fuck up, he looks behind back at Buzz. See, I told you, everything. Suddenly, the suitcase <laughs> rips open, spilling an ungodly mess of rumpled clothes, toiletries, and bric-a-brac. A bowling ball falls out, cracking the hardwood floor before rolling away somewhere. Enter Kate and Peter, who have seen enough. Ah, fiddlesticks. Buck, hand me the suitcase. You're making a mess. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. A deluge of green liquid begins to spill out of the suitcase. Ugh. More than you can imagine would be in a suitcase of that size. <laughs> the floor is just a giant green puddle. What the fucking shit, Buck? We just had this floor <laughs> refurbished. What is that? I think it's mouthwash. Why is there so much of it? Chronic halitosis. Fancy word for bad breath. <laughs> Got a lonesome case of it. I must drink gallons of this stuff a week. Drink? You're not supposed to swallow mouthwash, Uncle Buck. Nice to see you all, by the way. I think uh, how is your flat buck would be appreciated. <laughs> now, where's my favorite nephew, Kevin? Leave, you demon, leave! What would be appreciated would be not fucking up my brand new hardwood floor? A dead owl falls out of the suitcase. <laughs> yeah, is, Henry. Henry the owl. Is that an owl? Oh, yeah. Why was there a dead owl in your suitcase? Uh, he's not dead. He's okay. He, he might be dead. 
Brazilian cherry buck, $18 per square foot. As the argument continues, the mouthwash puddle expands into other rooms. It seeps under the bathroom floor. What the hell is this? The mouthwash flows out the still open front door, pan up to reveal the exposed wires from the doorbell are still sparking. In slow motion, a single (laughs) spark falls towards the ground. It lands in the mouthwash and ignites it. We see the flames spread down the enormous puddle. The family screams and runs out the front door through a wall of flames. Buck slams the door shut behind him. The flames spread towards the bathroom and then under the bathroom door. We hear a scream and Kevin comes running out. He makes a beeline towards Ah. the front door. He's more, he's mere feet from safety when he trips over the broken doorknob and falls backwards, Charlie Brown style, landing on, with his back on the bowling ball in a sickening crunch. He groans horribly outside. There you go. (laughs) All of the things we could have made noise with, we all agreed, without talking about it, that Brian needed to hit the xylophone. We all, like, looked up for it. Buck, why did you shut the door? To stop the fire from spreading. But, but Kevin is still in there! I I never saw Kevin in there. Are you sure he's home? He locked himself in the bathroom because he was afraid you'd kill him. Oh, that's rich. I'd never kill Kevin. If you want, I can go back in there and double check if he's not there. Well, the fucking doorknob's gone, so we can't open the door. Back inside, (laughs) Kevin somehow picks himself up, but he's clearly injured. The flames are closing in on him, so he hobbles towards the door. Somehow, he gets there and reaches for the doorknob, which of course isn't there. Overcome by fear, Kevin beats on the door, trying with everything he has to escape the inferno. Out the peephole, he can make out vague, person-like shadows, can hear faint, screaming voices. As the flames grow closer to him, we fade to black. (laughs) (laughs) I I like it. I like it. I'm sad he dies, but he definitely, you know, the the parental neglect certainly not talked. Maybe maybe talked about. I haven't. I haven't. Not sure. I've seen the later Home Alones, Mm -hmm. the non Macaulay Culkin ones. Yeah. Certainly, his parents should be in jail. And Brian, the way you played the dad made it seem even more like they should be in jail. He was like even, it was great. It was perfect. It slid slid into a weird direction. Yeah, I thought it was great. They left him alone and left the country. Yeah, well, they're kind of, they don't give a shit. They're fucked up. Mm. They're over it. They don't really want to be parents, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's right? true. Take right. the kids away. <laughs> the, other, the other kids are like, well, if we get Kevin back, they'll lose him again because they're going to lose us all one at a time. <laughs> so as long as Kevin's allowed, around, he'll be the, he'll be the one. Right. I, all I know about Uncle Buck, the only thing I know is it has a very funny scene where he, he, Macaulay Culkin keeps asking him questions, and then eventually he's like, what's your record for the most consecutive questions asked? And he's like, 16. He's like, yep, I'm your father's brother. He just like doesn't want to, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it's pretty funny. John Candy's funny in Home Alone for the 30 mm-hmm. seconds he's in it. I remember it being funny, um, and it basically, it's like, uh, it's, I'm pretty sure it's like like this. Like, it's what about Bob? It's like, you know, there's a person here who's yeah. annoying, is fucking up the family, and yeah. but everybody loves him. Like, introduce a real, not real person into a very normal family situation. Yeah, right. but uh, don't quote me on that. It's too late. Okay, <laughs> it's well, too late. I'm that's the, just been that's the sample. Yep. Uh, all right, moving in. Next game. We don't even have a fake title for this game yet. Okay. Um, Do we? Have we ever had a title for this game? We've never said anything about the card game for a title, I don't think. Ooh, card okay. game. So what's going to happen is uh, card game. <laughs> Great. Just card really game. workshopping the suggestions <laughs> out there. I love it. <laughs> Where did you come up with card game? So what's going to happen is you're going to take a card for this game and uh, on the card is a ca- name of a character from a movie or a television show. And then you'll have to ask us yes or no questions to figure out who you are. 
that make sense? Do we have sort like of. a set? Is it like twenty questions where you only it's like get that twenty game questions? Or just, it's like the... it's like the little phone game, or like the mm-hmm. game in the Diversity Day episode of The Office is kind of where sure. we're rolling off this a game. It's suggested by someone who listens to the show. We've had a ton of fun. Okay, uh, kind of figuring out. So we have four cards up here. Works out very well. Uh, if anyone would like to go ahead and go first, what you do is you'll take your card, hold it up, let us see who your character is. And you have to ask yes or no questions, or can you just ask questions? Yes or no questions. Okay, um, so I can't just be like, who am I? Right, yeah, yeah, that would probably slow, or speed up, though. Um. All right, I will go. You ready? Ready. Is this right side up? Nope. No. Uh, f- yep. <laughs> okay, how about now? Wonderful. Great. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. All right, you can put mm-hmm. it down now. What if I want to hold it here the whole time? I just don't want you to look in the reflection of the window and see what your character is. <laughs> oh. Uh, do oh, we yeah. all get it? Yep, it's okay. a made-up character. It's a made-up. Yeah, okay. It's a character in a in a thing. It's a made-up character. Lots okay. of the Both like, of those real characters. <laughs> no, <in the laughs> that's s- on TBS. Like Jesus. Funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so go ahead, Brian. Take your headphones off and plug your ears. I'm going to tell everyone at home who it is, if in case they want. Oh, okay, right. All right. All right. So here, if wait, you if you want to play along, don't listen to the end of this sentence. If you don't, Brian is going to try and find out that he is nearly headless Nick from Harry Potter. Okay. All right. All right. So, what do you want to know about yourself? Uh, am I in a uh, am I in a drama? No. No. Am I in a movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, actually, we're gonna add a new caveat to this game. Two minutes of questions. Am I in a musical? No. No. Am I in a comedy? No. Uh, am I in a horror movie? No. Am I in a sci-fi? No. Am I in an action? No. <laughs> uh, what the fuck else is there? <laughs> there's yes. there's others. Um. Okay. Um. Jesus Christ. No. Okay. Am I a man? Yes. Yes. Uh, am I Caucasian? Yes. Uh, am I uh, older than? Yes. Am I older than sixty? Yes. Am I older than seventy? Yes. Uh, am I? Is this movie? Am I older than a hundred? Yes. Yes. Am I like a vampire? No. no. Um, am I? Am I? I'm a supernatural creature though. Yes. Yes. So this is. Is this a sci-fi kind of thing? No. no. Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fantasy. So like swords and am I Gandalf? No. Um, am I in the right direction? Am I cold uh, or warm? Am I in the right direction? Yeah, sure. One, yeah, yeah, sure. Do you mean like okay. yeah, you're yeah. closer with Gandalf that. than you were with okay. uh, a Got sci-fi it. movie? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so it, uh, do they use swords in this movie? Yes. Yeah. Are there yeah, archers? But... No. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, are there? Uh, they're not archers. It's not archer. I I really want archers in the movie. <laughs> Um. All right. Is there magic? Yes. Uh, We've done the, one minute. Am I? Am I? Am I? Do I do magic? Yes. Yes. Uh, do I have a staff? Like no. Who do work I have for a you? long beard? Oh. Am I in Harry Potter? Yes. 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 Uh, am I a Dumbledore? Thirty no. seconds now. Uh, am I a Snape? No. no. Am I a teacher at Hogwarts? No. Well, am I? A, no. 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 Am I? Am I? Am I? Oh fuck! Am I Gary Oldman? No. Uh, am I uh, Ray Fiennes? Am I no. Voldemort? No. Am Those I a good are real guy? people. Am I a good guy? Yes. Uh, am I? Uh, am I? Thirty seconds. Fuck. Am I? Uh, am I related to um, one of the kids? One of the no. three no. kids. Uh, this sucks. This is a great character choice, Rebecca. Remember yeah. earlier? Um, you, earlier we confirmed you're like over a hundred years old. If you yeah. can remember that, he just took a bunch of my seconds. Am I uh, Hagrid? I'll give him back now. Um, don't take this. Don't give him. Take him. Give him back. I'm not getting it. <laughs> uh, fuck. Am I? Uh, I'm old. I'm really yes. old. And it's super supernatural. Oh, am I Tom Sharp or no, that no. is Voldemort? Um, am I the Swording Hat? No. no. Um, am I nearly headless Nick? Yes. yes! Okay. Wow. Three here's, seconds left. Okay. Holy cow. Now here's the thing. <laughs> here's what I have to admit. 
that at the three second mark, I, I was like, oh shit, it might be one of the ghosts. I'm like, oh crap, I'm one of the ghosts. And then I was like, oh, there was a card on the desk in the uh, bullpen earlier that said on it, <laughs> nearly headless uh, Nick. Oh no, <laughs> Rebecca. Oh, no. Yes. Well, I'm, you know, uh, that's why you, you utilize your resources. I guess, in the, as I just that's saw so the funny. name today. Just somewhere in your head was rattling long. around, there's a note card that says nearly headless Nick <laughs> yeah. somewhere. All That's right. so funny. But that but nearly headless Nick coming up make, makes means that I have to tell the story of my favorite Reddit comment of all time. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> it takes just a second. Uh, of all time, Daniel Radcliffe did an AMA on Reddit and he and somebody asked him, "Hey, what was your favorite moment from shooting the first movie?" And he was like, "Oh, it was a long time ago, but I remember we shot um, a birthday party for Nearly Headless Nick, and that was really fun. And the top comment was, it was a death day party, you filthy casual. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. They call out Daniel Radcliffe yep. for not knowing enough about they Harry called, Potter. They that, called him a, filthy, a casual. filthy casual. It tells you everything about Reddit that you need to know. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> Actually named my posse in Red Dead Redemption 2 the filthy casuals. That's yes. a really good name. Oh, great? my God, that's so good. Yes. yes. That's mine now. Well, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, okay, Tom, you're up. Grab what? a card. The, does it feel like the segments are ending with songs? Yeah. Like, I like kind of feel like, the tone shifting. Like somebody's shifting. pushing it up. Um, okay. It's upside down. It's upside down. I've never seen Wait. this. Wait. Can you read it? Um, okay. I, I think I know <laughs> yes. enough. Uh, yes. I think I know enough. Okay, go, um, go ahead and take your headphones off. Oh, yeah. Start humming... The real it's okay, the main, so it's quit, the main quit listening. Yeah, quit listening now if you don't want to know. But he's Tracy Flick from the movie Election. All right, that's okay. Um, is it a movie? Yes. Yes. Is it a? It's a character. It's a movie. Oh, the is it a character in a movie? Uh, yes. yes. Um, I'm just taking a look at the time. Is it uh, action? No. 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 Is it adventure? No. no. Is it drama? No. Is it yes. comedy? Well, it, it is. I would call it a dramedy. Dramedy. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, then he should have said dramedy. Is it c contemporary? Like uh, within be more 10 specific. years? We can say not be with, more specific. Not within 10 years. Be more specific. No. Not within 10 years. Yeah. Not within 10 years. Is it from the 80s? No. 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 Uh, 70s? No. 60s? No. Nope. 50s? Did no. I skip it already? You, you did. skipped over a decade. 90s? Yes. 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 <laughs> uh, does it star Tom Hanks? No. no. <laughs> that was like a fun yeah. swing, though. Does it uh, dramedy 90s? Uh, is it directed by PTA? No. <laughs> Ask questions about your character, not the movie. Oh yeah. Is it? Am I? Uh, is the movie about my? Am I in my profession during the movie? No. Um, am I uh, a guy? No. no. Am I a girl? Yes. Yes. Uh, am I uh, above forty? No. No. Below forty? Yes. yes. Below twenty? Yes. yes. Uh, below fifteen? No. Uh, uh, maybe. I mean, I don't around. Think so. I don't think no. so. Yeah. Not below 15. So, like, in high school? Yes. Either, yeah, because, <sighs> I mean, we could, well, you were, you would be 15 or 16. 15 or 16. Uh, is it a, am I a shy character? No. 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 I am a very extroverted left. character? Yeah. I would say that. <sighs> it's from the 90s? Yep. Um... Am, am I a preppy girl in yes. school? Yes. Yes. Uh, wow. I feel like I haven't seen it. The fact that you said you haven't seen it, I feel like I haven't seen it. Uh, preppy girl in school. Am I a blonde? Yes. yes. But dude, you are nailing it if you haven't. This uh, is crazy. Uh, I feel like I haven't seen this movie. This. I'll let you know. I haven't seen this, and I'll pause your timeline. I haven't seen this, but would 
maybe be able to get everything but her name having not seen it. So if you right. get to who it is and what, that'll be enough. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so she's preppy girl, blonde, high school, 15, 16. Um, am I a jerk? Yes. I would say so. That's a polarizing right. question, but I think yes. Contested? Uh, um, You're the antagonist. Antagonist. Can someone be the antagonist and the main protagonist yeah, they're of the, the movie? Pro- sort of. Protagonist I mean, like, and if, if you're antagonist. writing the story of this movie, you would be the protagonist, but in the, the movie is presented, you're the protagonist. In the, the world of the movie, you'd be the antagonist, yeah. but yeah. you are the main protagonist. Yeah. Mm. How much time do I have left? Go ahead. 28 seconds. 28 seconds. Ah, I feel like I haven't seen it, whatever it is. Um, you know of it. I know of it. You know of it. Uh, is it is it past 95? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it uh, take place in America? Yes. yes. Is it take place in the East Coast? I think so. Midwest or East Coast? I can't Coast? remember. So Midwest or East Coast, not yeah. West Coast? Not West Coast. Okay. Um... Is it like Goodwill Hunting or something? No. Uh, Think Goodwill Hunting wasn't. I wanted to say Teen Girls, girls, but that's like 2003 or something. That's in the you're literally direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, uh, what's that uh, movie with? It does have Dustin Hoffman in it. No. I don't think I've seen it. All right, we're calling that. You are Tracy Flick from the movie Election. Never heard of it. Dang, you okay. were like, never <laughs> I was so you sure. Never, you were like Animal. on this crazy roll you with like so blonde. Close. Am I like so an close. extroverted yeah, high blonde. school blonde girl who was the antagonist? Like it was like, That's I haven't seen him. Like he is, it sounds like you're, <laughs> you're writing this character. The, the actress <laughs> is never heard of blanking it. on. It's Reese Witherspoon. Reese, Reese Witherspoon's breakout role of, it's her and Matthew Broderick and she is a high school girl like running for the like, to be like the class president and she's such a kind of psycho that like he doesn't want her to be the class president and so sorry spoiler alert but like <laughs> uh he like kind of cheats on the election not to and it's, it's just really weird oh, dark yeah. great yeah. movie yeah. it's, it's a really movie. weird great dark yeah. movie all right we got two more okay. no you're up i'll no. go That was hard. That's a great yeah, character. Right yeah, it's a good one. Rebecca's good at writing these characters. Upside down or right? No, you're good. Up? Great. I don't know. You're good. Um, when he when he closes his uh, ears, I'll explain it. to Okay. You. Uh, should I close now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, All right. So you know, uh, if you're playing at home, plug your ears. If you want to know the answer, he is Furiosa from Mad Max Fury Road, and that is Charlize Theron's character uh, in Mad Max Fury Road. The main. All right. You're good. All right. Whenever you're ready. All right. Um, Music swells. <laughs> am I a male? No. Um, am I older than 50? No. No. Okay, f- younger than 50 female. Am I in a comedy? No. Um, am I younger than 40? It's oh, probably yeah. not. Unknown. 40s, yeah. 50s. Okay. Um, Sounds like you're describing a radio In an station. action movie? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, from the last 15 years? Yes. Yeah. Okay, from the last five years? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, am I uh, blonde? Yes. Uh, Contestable. It's yeah. unknown. Oh, unknown. Unknown. Okay. Um, Damn, that's a good unknown. Am I the antagonist of the movie? No. No. Um, the main, like the protagonist. 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 You're a protagonist. Yeah. Oh, You're, a protagonist. Um, You're a protagonist. Oh, uh, do I have both 
arms? <laughs> yes. No. No. no he does no, not no. have. If you do not Am have I both arms. From, no. Oh, you don't. That's right. Like ma- Mad Max. Yeah. Wow. Yes. You got it. I knew as soon as you said the arm thing. Yeah. Thumbelina. No. That's what's right her name? Furiosa. Furiosa. Not Thumbelina. She's missing. She's missing her thumb. Thumbelina. Thumb. You're not gonna thumb believe what happened to me. Oh boy. Hey, wow, that was great. That was great. That's pretty good. All right, good. I'm gonna grab this last oh. one here. Do we? I'll explain to the people. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. So yeah. now, don't listen if you want, don't want to know the answer. Mm. And it is Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. Which person is that? Uh, He's the crab. Okay. Looks like they're all having a conversation. All right, we're good. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> Everyone was talking. What okay. happened? Who? Okay. We, we talked about who the character is. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm watching the clock for. All right. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Am I a man? Yes. No. You are not yes. a man. Well, am I a per? Am I human? No. No. Am I? So I sound right. like I'm voiced by my cartoon. You yes. are. Yes. Am I a computer generated cartoon? No. no. Am I older than two thousand? Am I? Wait. Am I from before two thousand? Yes. Yes. Am I Scar from The Lion King? No. No. Uh, that would have been great. Am yeah. I from a Disney movie? Yes. yes. Am I from a Disney movie older than The Lion King? Yes. Yes. Am I a dwarf? No. No. Am I from a Disney movie? Is a Disney movie I'm from problematic today? Um, I mean, isn't every uh, Disney movie some, 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 some people oh, yeah, have some people, some people <laughs> have <laughs> I just want to watch part. you guys yeah, do some this right now. Okay. Am I the main character of the movie? No. no. Am I Prince Charming? No. 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 Am I who saves the princess in this movie? Is no. no. Am I in some a, point? Am I in a Disney? Maybe, wait. wait at, am I the sidekick in a Disney princess movie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Close enough. Yeah. It's not. Am I Mushu? It's not Mushu. No. That's older. Am I? Another minute. Am I? Sebastian? Yes. yes. <laughs> Problematic. Yeah. Well, that movie quick. just doesn't have a lot of legs these days. Woo! Folks. Hey-o. Folks. Hey-o. Um, okay. <laughs> I like I, Sebastian. I think there was actually just a recently an article about that character being oh, problematic because it's, it's some, the, like I the depiction of like the French undies. accent. Yeah. The uh, well, doing reggae. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, that was fun. That yeah, was great. That was great. Yeah. Good game. I feel good about Ooh, it. Good game. Who I got that? the benefit of having uh, um, known what questions are effective for like 10 times playing it mm-hmm. now. Um, and thinking about how Rebecca's brain works when she writes the characters. Who wrote that game? Because the person deserves a shout out. Uh, they, they do. I don't remember exactly who suggested it. Someone on Twitter suggested sort of a game. They basically were just like how they play Diversity Day in the office, try doing that with the characters from the movies. And we've been having fun with it. It's yeah. fun. It's good. Um, all right. What we're going to do is we're going to wrap up here with a, a fan script for a holiday movie um, written by I, her, Lauren Chestnut, which is a great name. Roasting over an open um, fire. And so we'll go ahead and I'll cast it up here and I'll play Lauren reading <laughs> the stage directions. So uh, who does anyone confidently want to play Jimmy Stewart? Uh, Tom. Oh, you got it. No, no. Uh, Jimmy Stewart. I could probably do a Jimmy Stewart. You know, apparently a Jimmy Stewart impression is just sounding uh, like you're not sure if you want to play Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. He's like, ah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sounds no, like a Mark No, Norman you'll play impression. Jimmy Stewart, who, who, has played, uh, who is Jimmy Stewart, but fictional and poor. Uh, Great. Uh, uh, Tom, would you like to be wife? Sure. All right. And so that's going to have us, Brian, if you'll play uh, Clarence slash Mr. Banks. Okay. And then we're going to throw Tom as uh, son. 
Done. And then Brian as daughter. I'm just, I'm assuming that Jimmy is our largest character here. Mm-hmm. All right, we feel good? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Yeah. All right. It's a Wonderful Life, a movie I have never seen by Lauren Chestnut. Interior, a black and white 1940s living room. Night. Jimmy Stewart is sad. Wow, the timing. Jimmy Stewart is sad because of something with money. He's shuffling through papers at the coffee table. Like, we all have papers, but we're still going to use that. (laughs) At the coffee table and looking worried. A Christmas tree is lit up behind the couch. His wife pops her head in. Jimmy, can you get me that money for the children's Christmas presents tomorrow? I have time to go shopping after all my swing dancing classes, but of course I don't have my own bank account. Oh, of course, dear. I'll cash in my war bonds during my lunch break tomorrow. The break I have during my office job, which I still have and has not been affected by the Great Depression, which is still kind of going on depending on what year this movie was made. Sounds terrific, dear. I'm going to go cook up some vegetables from our victory garden and then clean the carpets, however people did that before electric vacuum cleaners. (laughs) Wife leaves. Jimmy puts his head in his hands. Oh, geez. If I, Jimmy Stewart, lost my job and can't get the Christmas present for my beautiful family, then I wish I'd never been born. It's Butters. (laughs) Suddenly a jingle bell noise sounds and an angel appears who I think is named Clarence. Oh, hamburgers. Uh, Sorry. Why did you just wish you'd never been born? Oh, sweet shashy molashy. Who are you? Jimmy jumps up from his desk and grabs a fireplace poker, which he menaces Clarence with. You can put down that poker, pal. Why, I'm Clarence, an angel. You're no angel. Where are your wings? Well, I haven't earned them yet. That's where you come in, see? Jimmy puts down the poker. I don't remember this part of the Bible. Well, this isn't a religious story. It's just kind of a 1940s ripoff of a Christmas carol, I'm pretty sure. Well, well, in that case... Get on with the ghost-slash-time-travel part of this story that teaches me a valuable lesson. Let's go, and I'll show you what it would be like if you were never born. Why, let me grab my hat. It's before 1965, and it is therefore offensive for me to leave my house (laughs) without a head covering. The music, once again, is just triggering us up here. Clarence and Jimmy, now with the fedora on before fedoras were douchey, hop into an animated vortex, like on sliders, but more old-timey and still in black and white. (laughs) Cut to interior. Day. Library. Coming out of the vortex, Clarence then shows Jimmy his wife's life if she'd never met him. I think she's a librarian or something, and she actually seems really happy. (laughs) The men watch as she shelves books and whistles to herself. She can't see them because of angel magic. How can she be so fulfilled without any children? She can't, Jimmy Stewart. She tries to fill her aching, empty womb with independence and books, but it doesn't really work. If you were never been, if you'd never been born, she'd never have your magical sperm to turn her into a real woman, a mother. Oh, gee whiz, Clarence, you're right. Clarence and Jimmy jump back through the portal, and Clarence shows them a montage of some other stuff that would exist or not exist without Jimmy. Jimmy becomes more and more convinced he really should have been born. I've got a funny feeling your life is going to work out just fine. Wonderful, in fact. Cut to interior, Jimmy's bedroom, day. Next thing we know. Jimmy is waking up in the morning. His wife calls from the next room. Jimmy, remember to get that money for the presents at lunchtime. I've got, a, I've got to buy gender-appropriate toys for our children. It's Christmas Eve. All right, of course. Was it all a dream or a radio play I heard because we don't have TV yet? 
<laughs> Cut to interior, bank, day. Jimmy goes into the local bank, even though he shows us his pockets are comically empty. Suddenly, a banker comes out from the back. The banker, who looks suspiciously like Clarence, is carrying a giant bag with a dollar sign painted on it. Mr. Stewart, well, you're just the fellow I've been wanting to see. It turns out President Roosevelt has personally refunded you $300 <laughs> in taxes, which is basically a fortune in 1940s money. <laughs> Mr. Banks, thank you. It's a real Christmas miracle. Cut to interior, evening, Jimmy's living room. Jimmy and his wife are pulling money out of the bag and laughing maniacally while throwing bills in the air. Their daughter is playing with her new doll and their son wearing metal leg braces weakly plays with his new toy gun in front of the Christmas tree and a bunch of open gifts and torn wrapping paper. This is the best Christmas ever, Jimmy. It's a wonderful life. The one we have now. <laughs> Suddenly there's a loud clanging of bells. What was that? Why... That's the sound of an angel getting its wings, and I think I know which one. Of course, everyone knows that angel's fact. Jimmy picks his, uh, up his daughter and puts his arms around his wife and son. They all sigh with happiness. God bless everyone. I sure hope all the money will help pay for my polio treatment. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Lauren Chestnut. Oh, that was fun. Woo! Is it? I don't know what a wonderful life is. Is it like uh, a Christmas? It's like it's sort yeah. of like it. Yeah, yeah like a guy like, takes him around town. Yeah, that's know. basically the that's basically the hook is uh, they the uh, the he he thinks about killing himself because he's right. uh, he's because things are so rough and then an angel shows him what his life would be like if he had okay. never been born. And, you know what is uh, uh, what she really nailed is the uh, the the angel is then someone in the town helping him out. Right. It's right. always a detail you see popping up. Where yeah. it's like, ah. Although I don't know if it's in this one. I, I mean, I don't know if it's in that movie, but it's like very much like a... That is a thing, yeah. Great script. Thank you, Lauren. Yeah, it was great. All right, it's time we wrap up with the very not-holiday-related segment, uh, not-holiday-movie-associated. Guess what movie trailer Kyle's... Yes! Guess what movie Kyle's dad's describing. I haven't only seen the movie trailer. I never haven't heard of the movie. This is our final segment for the day. And this okay. Is this oh, boy. Hard. Jimmy Stewart's okay. excited. Slow. Dramatic shots. He's there. He can feel it. <laughs> They're talking about stalking prey. Everyone is walking in and out of shadows. A lot of camera shots down the barrel of a handgun. Dramatic shot of him saying, you should be able to leave your life in 30 seconds flat. Camera swinging around. They're planning something, but no, the other guys are on to them. Risk versus reward. Who is going to put who down? It looks like two crews debating what to do. He will not get in the other guy's way. I got it 100%. All right, so I, I, Brian, 18 seconds in, Brian had a guess. 30 seconds in, Brian was 100% sure. Yeah. Do either of you have a guess? I wanted to say... Uh... Ocean's Eleven or something? Close. I'm Ocean's so Twelve. <laughs> I mean, All right. sort of close, but not comedy. Heat. It's it is heat. heat. I, oh, that yeah. Was, yeah. You have to be yeah. ready to walk out the door 30 seconds flat if you hear the heat coming around the corner. That's the line. There you go. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, first I, I was going to say that. In the darkness, That's crazy. Yeah. When they were talking about stalking prey. You know, I've never seen Heat either. But I think I I'll check it either. out. It's on Netflix you right know, now. I, yeah. I watched the Heat trailer, and it's so funny because it the beginning is like, these two actors have never been in a movie together. Yeah. How dope is this shit going to be? <laughs> and then, yeah. then it shows uh, all this that stuff. And it's like, it's... see, isn't that sick as fuck? 
<laughs> it's funny that piece of it was so built up and yeah. so we all bought tickets because I was like a teenager when this came out yeah. and like that piece of it is underwhelming but the movie is, is good. great yeah it's okay. good action I hear the stuff. first it's got like a good opening sequence it's like really fun it's like got a Robert couple of very great. tense cool act, crazy um, action scenes well thank you guys happy holidays everybody happy holidays for listening uh, that's it for our holiday fun hangout time episode thanks for listening to the podcast and all that stuff thanks and, everybody and everyone, thanks have for a good, everyone has a, a good holidays. end of your year too it's your wonderful holidays, life. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>